I didn't want to be the first person to say something. <laughs> You're the host. Travis is back. Again. Yep. We have to redeem ourselves from the last one that we did. Yeah, it was messy. No more drinking this time. No more drinking. Drinking, drinking water. Water and tea. It'll be a good it'll be a good contrast. Yeah, definitely. To the extremely drunk one. You brought over that Dr. Pepper and it tasted so good with the vodka. It's a good combination. It just went down way too smooth. That's like um that's like a high school trick right there. Damn. That was a high school trick. You played me like a thirteen year old girl. Yeah, totally. These Dr. Peppers, they're so good. Yeah. Let me have another. <laughs> yeah, drink up. <laughs> have as many as you want. Oh, man. Yeah, that's an old high school trick when you haven't... Dr. Quite, Pepper and vodka. Yeah, just when you haven't quite acquired that taste for drinking yet, but still Damn. want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, and you think that if you drink vodka, that your parents aren't going to be able to smell that you're drunk when you get home? Because of Dr. Pepper. Well, no, just because the vodka. This is all... This oh, is yeah, all, vodka yeah. doesn't really have a smell. Man. It's the silent liquor. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't tell. <laughs> It'll be our little secret. Yeah. We were talking about that, like, the point that you get to where you just want to keep going. Alcohol is the only thing that does that to me. There'll be a point where I'll just stop thinking rationally, and I just want more... And it, it's like more booze, more food. Like I want to eat like fast food and I want to just drink. It's really bad. I lose that like, well, I don't want to feel like shit tomorrow. So I'll just have a <laughs> glass of water, mix it up. Really that's all you have to do is just not be totally stupid. When you're drinking? Anytime. Oh yeah. But when you're drinking. To avoid that nasty hangover. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think you grow out of that eventually, don't you? You always think that you did. Yeah, and then once a year comes around, and then... Uh, yep. You just make that mistake, and you're like, I thought I, yeah. thought I told myself I was never going to do that again. Yeah, that was the last podcast. Brutal. Yeah, that happened quick. Should we catch everyone up with what happened last time? Because I haven't been keeping up with the podcast, so I'm sure there's a sure. lot of people right yeah. now that may listen to this and have no idea what happened last time. Yeah. Well, last time me and Nave did the podcast, we drank a lot, way too many Dr. Peppers and vodkas, and uh, after we were done, we were, I think, yeah, we were out on the deck. Well, we had, rec- we had, this was over a period of like four or five hours where we drank a lot over a short amount of time. And we only ended up recording like an hour-long podcast because we got too drunk and didn't realize that we weren't recording what we were talking about anymore. We were a mess. Yeah, we were really drunk and I ended up sleeping on Todd's couch and yeah, it wasn't a good night, but that was one of those nights where you drink way too much um, and you don't really say no after you start to feel the effects of, of what you're taking and continue to consume and then eventually you hit a brick wall. Stupid. Yep. Oh well. Silly beans. Here we are. Sober. Do it again. So what's up? Um, things are going really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 jobless, which is great. And uh, but I've been really busy. 
got some freelance contracts. I have a job interview tomorrow, mm-hmm. which I'm not excited about. No. It'll be interesting. Like, I'm interested to see, like, I get to go into, like, this weird company and see the inner workings of this place and, like, see the people that work in there. Like, it is interesting, but it's it's awkward, you know? It's a job interview. When was the last time you had a job interview? Like, six months ago. Oh, really? Yeah. When you were at your other job? Yeah. You just went and you went for a job interview? Yeah, I got a job interview at this other place. Oh. And, uh, I didn't really care for the the place that I applied to. I didn't care for the people that interviewed me. And obviously they didn't care for me because I didn't get the job. <laughs> yeah, so it's weird starting a new job, like uh, starting with a new group of people. You're like the new guy. The new guy. Yeah. yeah. We have one of those at work right now. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I don't know. At, at, at my job we have, um, like, I've been working with the same group of people for, like, a year now, and you go for lunch, because, like, we have the cafeteria at work, so, like, we'll go for lunch, and then we'll all sit down together, eat lunch, and, like, sit outside, or, like, we have, like, a, a room where we have, like, a ping-pong table, and, uh, like, a pool table and stuff, so sometimes we'll go and eat down there, and, like... So you guys hang out together, like, yeah. all the time, you know each other? Sit around homies, each other, yeah. talk around, like, talk with each other, send those funny inner office emails to each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the new guy comes Yeah, along. then the new guy comes along and you can't, like, not invite him for lunch out with you because, you know, when there's five people that sit all around each other and four of them get up to go for lunch, like, you got to invite this guy, yeah, right? Yeah. And So it's just weird because I was there, uh, like, a year ago when you are the new guy. So I was just wondering if you're, like... Excited about that? You're not excited about that? Like, how do you typically in the past? Like, I can I can get in with a group of people pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and then it's really fun. It, but there is that initial like weird, like awkward. week. Yeah. Uh, usually for me, it's not even a week because I I bust through it really fast. I just I'm good at being funny, so I'll just be funny, and then uh, people people like me yeah this new guy this new guy is not very good at being funny like at all (laughs) which which really sucks because all of us like have our own like takes on it uh like everyone's got their own like is he really shy no he's just like you know when there's that guy that first come like that guy that just really wants people to like him so he'll, he'll think he he'll do what he thinks he needs to do to get people to like him, like to get that reaction. So, so it's he's not being genuine. Yeah, no, and it's it's and it's completely see through. Like you can see exactly right. what he's doing. Like we'll, you'll be talking, telling a story, and then this guy will just say the most over the top thing <laughs> that you know is not true, and you know. <laughs> And, and it's not funny, but he's really, like, trying for it to be funny, so... I don't know, it's just weird. I And some people do that because they're nervous and they want to fit in with everyone else, but... Yeah. You see through that. Like, you see through when people aren't being genuine. Totally, quickly. totally. It's important to be genuine. Mm-hmm. It's important to, like, make fun of yourself, not take yourself too seriously, and just be honest. People mm-hmm. can sense when 
when you're faking something. Yeah. I had this talk with Brian Baxter a couple weeks ago, and uh, just where we would, like, call each other on our bullshit. Like, this conversation got nowhere. Like, absolutely nowhere, because we would just sit there and talk, and then I would be like, that's full of shit. And then he'd be like, uh, and then, like, I'd be talking, he'd be like, don't bullshit me, Nave. You don't need that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Two really cynical people trying to have a conversation. Well, we're both, like, um, like, the devil's advocate type, or, like, the, like, challenge the conversation a little bit. And yeah. so, when I talk with Brian, I find that it never really gets anywhere, because <laughs> we're always, like... Like, contradicting each other's statements. Like, I'll say something, and Brian will be like, well, no, I think it's this way. And then I'll do the same thing to him, and... <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes Brian and I have good conversations, but this one in particular, like, last week or something like that, last week or two weeks ago, when I hung out at his place for, like, an hour or two, we didn't talk. Like, we didn't get anywhere at all, because we're just... I think we're both in conversations like the same type of person and in some certain in some situations it doesn't mesh very well but <laughs> whatever um i've really enjoyed like living in vancouver and like meeting new people getting to hang out with new people and interesting yeah, yeah. people like you and i didn't really talk many times prior to me moving to vancouver no no moved from lethbridge yes we we would maybe see each other like once a year once a year and not really talk a lot and have like a short like two minute like how's the life type very short yeah very short totally yeah that's always how it went yeah and same with brian like i'd only met brian like three or four times before i moved out here yeah and uh yeah there's like a lot of people in vancouver um which is cool the rollerblading thing you, I was able to move here and have this like instant group of friends or like this. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, man. Not not, not many people can it. do that. Like, imagine just picking up your whole life and moving somewhere, and the biggest thing is that you don't know anyone. You're moving yeah. away. You're probably moving away from your family, your friends, to like start a new life because whatever opportunity presented itself or whatever life situation happened. And you got no one to, like, fall back on or anything. It's a really scary thing. I think this is why yeah. a lot of people stay where they're at. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, why, like, a lot of your high school friends are still in the same town. Because it's a scary thing to move away. Yeah. Like, none of us had to deal with that ever. Is I'm going to move and I'm going to have friends wherever I move because I skate. That's pretty weird. Yeah, I can think about like, moving anywhere and... I can just think of people in every place mm -hmm. in the world, pretty almost, that I would sort of know. Or I could just give a call and and hang out for a bit and probably just get on with them. Yeah, or even if you don't know somebody, you send like one email or like one like Facebook message, say, "Hey, I remember you were here for a while. I'm gonna go there for a, like I'm going there for a trip or I'm moving there." Who can I get in touch with, like, hang out? Yeah. Like, you could move somewhere without a place, and someone will probably give you a couch. So then, like, when when you moved here, you obviously knew certain people, like, through videos, or maybe you had met them once or twice. Like, mm. did you have any 
preconceptions about people that were totally shattered when you came? Like, did you expect them to be a certain way, and then when you act, when you got to know them, like more, yeah, they were totally different. Well, I don't. I knew a couple people pretty well when I moved out here, like people like Randy stuff. Like I'd known Randy for a, a long time since I was like twelve. Um, but yeah, the one person that blew my mind was Tommy Chung. Actually, that guy. He always seems so quiet. He's not the, like, from the outside, he's just very reserved, very quiet, um, keeps to himself, or at least I thought that that was the type of person he was, um, but he's totally not that type of dude at all, like. Well, he is usually pretty quiet. Really? I hang out with Tommy all the time. I don't think he's a quiet one at all. He... I don't know. Maybe when he just gets close to people, he, he lets his guard down a little bit. Yeah. But no, he's that was the one thing that surprised me a lot. Um, him, Miguel, actually. Miguel does, too. I didn't think... Miguel's like the wild card. He's like... Have you ever noticed this about Miguel? <laughs> Miguel's like the type that you can't quite put your finger on ever. I always thought, like, because I'd have these talks yeah, with Miguel. like, constant jokes. Yeah, constant jokes and unpredictable, I find. I find that there are moments where Miguel will do something, and I that will have come completely out of left field. Like, I have no idea where it came from, and he surprises you, like, all the time with with the things that he does. And, uh, <laughs> some, like, or just, like, jokes or whatever. Like, yeah. he's this very subtle, but, like, packs quite a punch. Um, so yeah, those two, because my experiences with both of them were, were not, uh, not like that at all. Like, Tommy is really quiet, and Miguel, um, I thought was a little, like, more tame than Miguel is. Miguel's kind of a dick, like, <laughs> when, when you talk to him. And he's, I, a, he's like a little performer, like, like, constantly, it seems like there's, like, a camera on him. And he'll just do little things, like he'll play little roles. You notice this? And then, like, he'll, like, giggle. Mm-hmm. He'll, like, like do some, like, he'll hide behind a tree and, like, poke his head out. Like, weird things. And then... <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's just, um... But he's, like, no bullshit either. Like, he's, he'll, he's another guy that'll just call you out right away on, like, all your shit. And you can't get anything past him. And he'll tell you, he'll tell you straight up to your face. He's like, it's like you're being an idiot. <laughs> and you're just like, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I am being an idiot. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so yeah, there were a couple people that definitely, like, threw you through, or like that you had a different uh, idea about before I got here. But all in all, it's been a good, it's been a good so year. Are you gonna stay? Um. I got no reason to leave. I, I think that's a better way of saying it. Like, I yeah. don't have any reason to leave Vancouver. I like it here, and work is good, and I have good friends. Um, but at the same time, like, I'm, I turn 24 soon. Like, I'm 24. I'm single and really don't have any, like, thing keeping me in Vancouver as well. Um, so if, like, another job came up or like, an opportunity to travel or something like that presented itself, I'd have the opportunity to consider that. So 
yeah, I'll, I'll be in Vancouver until something else comes up. Or yeah, I like Sweet. it here. It's awesome. It's a beautiful, beautiful place to live. And the sushi is cheap. I hate McDonald's. Yeah, I know you're really? telling me. Todd ate McDonald's earlier tonight. I feel like it's like affecting my entire being. Throwing you off. My eh? body's like processing three burgers and fries. The soda pop. And a pop, yeah. 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 It's weird. I kind of want McDonald's now. No. No, I kind of do. It kind of feels like my thoughts are like being channeled through a really thin tube. So they can only go so fast. Because all my, all my power is being spent like absorbing all this like really shitty food. But do you eat healthy often? Like, um, do, or do you eat crap food often? Maybe, better question. I, I usually eat pretty good. I've been eating more crap food like since I don't have a job. More mm-hmm. crap dinner, more beans and toast. Keeping you more down. like canned food, mm-hmm. cheap dinners. Yeah, yeah. But I also eat like salads and stuff, and shakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But I do notice a huge difference. Yeah. When I eat shit. I guess I generally always eat like shit, so I don't really know. Like what it would be like to eat good and to have. Because everyone always says, like, oh, yeah, like, once you start eating good, like, you notice you have more energy, you have this, you have this, you have this. Like, this, like, a couple guys at work eat really healthy and take, like, you know, a lot of vitamins and stuff like that. And they're just like, yeah, man, like, if you start eating better, you'll start to notice it right away. <laughs> and I've always just, like, eaten like shit. Like, move out from home, go to university... Like, you live close to a pizza place or, like, <laughs> Tim Hortons or something. Or, like, you're at school, so you just eat, like, shitty cafeteria food in school. Or eat pizza and drink beer all the time. <laughs> that was, like, five years of my life right there. Those are tough habits to break. Right? Well, and now, here, I'm at work all the time. So I just eat the food at the cafeteria at work, which isn't terrible, but it's not great. And then when I do have time off... I don't buy groceries, I just, I live downtown, so I just go get sushi, or I go and get, like, you know, something else downtown, like ramen or something like that. None of these things are great for you, like, I don't, I don't eat salads and, like, home-cooked meals where you know exactly what you're eating, or, like, make (laughs) smoothies or shakes or anything, like, ever, ever. like, (laughs) so do you eat vegetables? Um, well, yeah, no, I make a conscious effort to eat vegetables, like, because at, at work, the food is pretty good. Yeah. I eat vegetables and crap at work, but, like, I don't eat as healthy as as I could. And I'm sure there's, like, way better foods that I could be eating. I just, I just don't know, because i never really yeah. taken the time to do that, and I'm still, like, young and feel like I can get away with eating shitty food. I'm sure there will be a day when, like, my metabolism, like, hits a brick wall, and I... A day, like, next year. Yeah. <laughs> Probably real soon. Um, and I'll be forced to... I gotta reevaluate this. Yeah. Just, like, 
getting sluggish from walking up a flight of stairs. I'm sure the day will come. Can't be, like, young and invincible forever. So, yeah, I'm sure eventually I'll have to start doing that. But, yeah, I, I don't understand. Maybe I'm just always thinking the way you're thinking right now. Maybe I just have so much more potential. Popular man. Um, <laughs> maybe I just, like, have all of this potential in my in my body and in my mind that I haven't unleashed yet because I'm always thinking the way that you're thinking right now. I'll give you a minute to process that. <laughs> so like next year you'll release, release like super trap? I, I don't know because people always say that. People are always telling me that like if you start eating better and like, you know, being more active and you know, taking, like, vitamins and stuff like that, like, you'll really notice a difference, and I have never done that. And I think everyone's different. I think certain people are really affected by what goes into their body, and then there's people that are just... But how does that make any sense, though? Well, some like, I feel like some people don't need to eat healthy or exercise to be, like, really happy and clear-headed... Like, a lot of super smart people are super unhealthy physically. And then, like, a lot of really healthy people, they say that, oh, I'm so happy and I feel so good because I take care of myself. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I Maybe it's just, like, because whenever I hear it, it's like, oh, you'll have so much more energy and your head will be more clear and you won't be as tired. I hear it, maybe it's just mostly like a physical thing. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know these things. Maybe this is something I should start doing. I'll put it on my list of like, to-dos. <laughs> to try it out. Yeah, to try it out. We should definitely try out different things. You should try out like a super extreme diet and just see how you feel. I, I can't commit to that, man. Like. Yeah. I see a slice of pizza when I've had a couple beers and I want to want to eat that pizza, you know? Yeah. Or like if I want to go to like Memphis Blues and just pile in a bunch of pork and steak and chicken, like I keep hearing about this Memphis Blues. That like Samba, there's Samba downtown. Yeah. It's like a block away from my house, and I've been trying to find somebody to go with because I just don't want to be that guy. That Is goes, this like a meat place? Oh, it's just like a meat place. <laughs> <laughs> you go there. I've heard about Samba, they have these cards, like a black and, or like a green and red card, and you just leave the card flipped over green beside your plate. If you want more. And they'll just keep bringing you meat, like every kind, they just walk around apparently with like, like trays of meat, and all different sorts of meats, and they'll just walk around the people that work there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) And they'll just walk around with meat. And you take Damn. whatever you want, and then whenever you're full, you just flip your card over, and it's like a like so all it's you can like eat. A set rate. Yeah. Like, oh, you can yeah. Fuck yeah, that sounds we, good. And we went to this place down in Gastown, um, in Vancouver downtown, or like just off of downtown Vancouver in Gastown. This place was called the Peck and Paw, and it was like a southern barbecue type place too. A lot of meat consumption. A lot of meat consumption lately. Yummy. Yeah, so I'm, I've been wanting to go to Samba, 
that like I can I understand why people just don't want to go and gorge themselves with like a like variety of different meats and start sweating because you've eaten too meat too much meat and I, I don't understand the meat sweats thing. I can eat a very large quantity of meat and I've never experienced meat sweats. Maybe you haven't eaten enough. No, I've eaten large quantities. Of you don't meat. just feel like like you have like 20 pound weights in the bottom of your shoes afterward like you just can't move yourself around it's no different than if I eat a massive plate of pasta yeah like I've eaten the whole thing at Anton's what yeah. I've never been to Anton's before but I've heard it's just like maybe this you is you should go to Anton's alright if you like to eat let's go to Anton's alright the, the portion is just retarded Ridiculous. it is so big like like five times what a normal person would consume. Really? Maybe more than that. And I gotta stop you because you fed me like three glasses of water and a cup of tea. You have to pee. Man, I'm a short dude. I have a bladder that holds like 12 <laughs> fluid ounces. I got ounces. a tiny little sack in man. here, man. Oh, we'll talk about this when I get back. Sure. Yeah, you can keep it going. You can talk no, I'm gonna pause it. Tiny bladders and stuff. No, right, I understand. Yeah, it's back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> so guess how many push-ups I've done today? How many push-ups? Collectively. How many? 130. Really? Yeah. I just did 30 while you were in the bathroom. Nice. Because I have to admit that I'm struggling to, like, articulate <laughs> thoughts and, like, string things together. What do you mean? Like, right now with the McDonald's in your stomach, or...? I'm blaming the McDonald's, but I'm not sure if it's the McDonald's. I don't know. I think I've just been like working like solid like all day and last couple of days like mm -hmm. like looking at code and stuff. My brain just feels like frazzled. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this often. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It just it's weird because I used to work labor jobs like when I was going through university and in the summers and stuff like that. I'd always work like labor jobs like. Like worked in a lumber yard for a while, and I worked road construction for a while. Um, and you get off work there, and you're physically exhausted, and you just can't do anything else. Like you, you just want to sit there, maybe play on your computer, but you can't do anything physical. And here is completely opposite. Like I get home from work, and you're just mentally exhausted. I can't even carry on conversations with people. I'm just like. <sighs> Just so out of it, but I could go and skate for six hours, like yeah. no problem. Little thought, no problem. It's um, gotta find that balance between, uh, like overexerting your brain and uh, that physical and that like mental uh, exhaustion. I guess. Yeah, and it's like a different kind of mental exhaustion because you're not talking all day. Mm -hmm. You're just thinking in your own brain. Mm -hmm. And then it feels like you go to talk and it just doesn't feel natural. It doesn't, I like, I like this is my experience. Like you've been so antisocial all day, all week, whatever. And it feels unnatural to talk. Mm. I don't know. My, my work's not really like that. Like I, I used to be a waiter mm -hmm. and when I would serve all the time, I'm talking to people all the time. And I was just so confident socially. Well, not like I was just confident in like my talking. Like I could just talk and talk and talk and like 
articulate everything that I was thinking really easily. <clears throat> and now, now not so much. I'm a rusty sword. Without practice, <laughs> need to get out there. Need to yeah, talk. Got to get out there. Got to get out there and talk. Yeah. Do the podcast. But even just, I guess, conversation isn't even just about like being able to articulate. It's like following. It's how you carry a conversation. The whole shabazz. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Do you want to do some push-ups? Um, yeah, I can do push-ups. That'd be uh, for the listeners. I, guess. <laughs> I don't really know. I think I thought it would help to like get my blood pumping. Yeah, definitely. Well, you seem you seem active. I don't know. I just peed for the second time in like a half an hour. That's uh, pain. Do you sit at work? No, when you pee. No, I don't. No, I'm holding on to that. I'd say I'm pretty domesticated. Like in relationships, definitely domesticated. But all. So you like to clean pee? What? You like to clean pee? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> hey, I'll do that, man. I'll do that. If it's hold, worth, yeah, just hold on standing. to that. Just hold on to that. I think we talked about this last time, actually. I'm not sure if it made it to to air. Yeah, to air or not. Well, yeah, we definitely talked about um, just the practicality of sitting while you pee. I'm an advocate. Yeah, I know you are. I'm a strong advocate. Yeah, I, not so much. Even if I was single. Especially if I was single. Really? I'd be sitting. Oh, fuck yeah. Why? Because then I don't have to clean up pee. Because well, it splashes. It does. Inevitably. Even if you have solid yeah. aim, yeah. you're going to get some on the floor if mm-hmm. you're standing. Yeah. And I do enjoy standing. It took some getting used to. Mm-hmm. But there's other benefits too. Like sometimes you don't realize that you have to shit until <laughs> you sit down on the toilet and start peeing. And it's like, oh, I have to shit. And then it's like a nice shit. And you're like, I wouldn't have even known. If I was uh, still standing, that poo would still be in me, and I wouldn't have known. Yeah, I guess one of the one of the many yeah one of the many benefits of sitting while you pee, hey? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Yeah, just (laughs) (laughs) yeah. I don't know. I sooner stand. Um, I saw this um, interesting uh, like infographic at work today. And it was talking about, because apparently Tim Hortons is like increasing their sizes of things, <laughs> like their sizes of cups or whatever, and, or they're like donuts and stuff. No, 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 like of the cups. So they're, um, I think I read this article or something that I think I came across it on Twitter or something, but they uh, were increasing their cup sizes so that the what was a small is now like an extra small. They've just like stepped everything down. They've America-sized, or they're attempting to, they're trying this out at a couple Tim Hortons across the country or something, where they're America-sizing, this is what I'm saying, their their coffees or whatever, their coffee cups. So the the small is now like an extra small. The medium is now a small. Large is now a medium. Extra large is now a large. And they've introduced like this behemoth 24 ounce, which is now an extra large. <laughs> coffee. And so, yeah, coffee. Or, or tea or whatever it is. Like, but these are the size of their cups, so they're trying this out. 
but underneath this, like, it was just a graphic. They had all of the cups laid out with, like, all of the, like, fluid ounces underneath, like, how much fit in each cup. And then they had, like, standard, like, uh, average sizes of certain things. So there's, um, like, the largest size of a Starbucks. It's not a Vente. It's, um, it starts with a T. Isn't Venti the biggest? No, apparently not. Apparently it's bigger than a Venti? Yeah. In the States? Maybe. Because I think here the biggest is Venti. I don't know. You could ask Carly. She would know. Um, but apparently the the largest one was like 31 ounces or something like that in the States. Or at Starbucks or whatever. But the human stomach, the average human stomach, holds between like 30 and 34 ounces. And the average human bladder holds between, like, 17 and 18 fluid ounces of stuff. So, you think when you, like, drink a beer, a beer is 12, like, a can of beer is 12 ounces. Or, like, this glass of water that I just drank is probably, like, 16 ounces. And I've drank three of these. And I had that cup of tea. So, I've easily drank, like, 50 fluid ounces of liquid since I've got to your house. There's a lot. Like, that's, like, your stomach and your bladder, if I have an average-sized one of each, full of liquid right now. Makes total sense. Yeah. So when you drink, like, eight or nine beer or whatever, you've consumed 120 ounces of liquid. That's a lot. Yeah. Have you ever had it, like, have you ever drank a lot of fluid, and then you can, like, jiggle your tummy and hear it swashing around? Yeah. That's really So cool. why do you need to drink 24 ounces of coffee? To get jacked. Yeah, that's a lot of coffee, man. It'll just slowly go up and up. That's like filling your entire stomach with coffee in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's and then, breakfast. Yeah, and then you day. maybe have like a bagel and your stomach is... Just brown. Is full. Of yeah, coffee. Of coffee. That might be really good for your stomach. But probably not. I don't know. I drink quite a bit of coffee. Do you? I, but I also drink a lot of water. So I drink a lot of fluids throughout the day. Because mm-hmm. I'll be like guilty that I'm drinking so much coffee. And also like my mouth will taste like an asshole. Mm-hmm. And I'll just kind of have that a gross like mm-hmm. weird coffee feeling. So I'll follow like three cups of coffee with like a whole bunch of water. You drink three cups of coffee in a day? Holy crap. Or in the Usually morning? Usually in the morning, maybe like two, sometimes three. Wow. It's slowly been going up. Dude, I thought I, I was need to bad. take a break. Um, I, only, I used to only drink coffee when I was in school, and I'd save coffee for like when I absolutely needed coffee. And so I'd have like one cup of coffee, and I'd just be like jacked, so wired. It'd be three in the morning, and I would get that paper done. Like, yeah. And so I would... I tried to like make this effort to only drink coffee when I needed it and use it to my advantage and be like that that secret weapon or whatever right and lately I've been having like a cup of coffee a day and I've been slowly noticing like that cup of coffee working's bad for that eh yeah because it's such a ritual yeah and it's like oh okay 10 o'clock like let's go get coffee and I've been noticing it doesn't really do as much for me so I think I'm just gonna quit yeah you should just just for a short period of time. Yeah. I like to just do like a month off of it. Kind of right, refresh just, your mm-hmm. system. Just eat an apple. Yep. I've heard that. Or a lot of before. water. Yeah. Just water in the morning. Really? Up, yeah. I've heard that like 
eating an apple in the morning does the same for you that uh, does the same for you that like a cup of coffee wakes you up. Yeah, or you get the same amount of energy. Just love to drink coffee in the morning. It's probably just like Apple Company propaganda. Probably. Yeah. Just spreading these false lies about. You wish you had a coffee hat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's good to to take refresh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, oh, you know what I found out today? It's like the most brutal thing ever. I should probably bring this up. You know Uggs? Like those boots or whatever? Uggs? Uggs? No, you don't know about these. Are those like the clogs? Uggs? Are you, are you thinking of like Crocs? Crocs? Crocs are just like those plastic. Like, what are Uggs? Uggs are like these boots. Chicks wear Uggs. They're like fur boots or whatever. Boots fur. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Like rubber? Or they like Timberlands? No, no, they're like furry boots. Furry boots? Yeah. For chicks? Yeah. Do you guys chicks. wear Uggs? I don't think so. We can bring it up on the computer, but... Anyway, I came across a guy at work showed me this thing today about how they make, like... Because there's Uggs and they're made with, like, a certain type of fur. I can't even remember what he was telling me about. But then he was telling me about how, like, in China they'll make... Um, they'll make fake Uggs. Like, they'll make knockoff Uggs because these things are super popular. So, of course, in China, there's going to be a knockoff version of it. They're called Uggs. Yeah. And he showed me this video where they would, like, take baby animals and, like, skin them while they were alive. And stuff. It was... What? Dude, it was, like, the worst thing that I've watched in a long time. And... To make these boots? To make these boots. And so, like, why would they do it while they were alive? Man, I have no idea. It's better. I, dude, I have no idea. It was really messed up. I was really like really shaken by it at work today. I don't understand why they would do it or like what happened or anything. But like, what kind of animals? Just like baby dogs and like dogs. Yeah, like baby, like just is. uh, I'd have to find the video. I didn't watch it for that long. I watched knockoffs. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. It was... I didn't watch it for that long, and he was trying to tell me about it, but I just, like, wasn't having it. I just, like, didn't want to hear anything else about it. But I figured I should probably share in case someone's, like, debating buying some Uggs. Like, just go research, like, how those things are made, because it was pretty graphic. Like, Brutal. Yeah, it was really bad. You would think it'd be cheaper for them to just use, like, synthetic hair. Yeah. Fake hair. Do they have fake hair? I think so. They have toupees and stuff. I'm sure that's all fake hair. Huh. Dude, they can make everything. You don't have to have... I'm sure they can make fake hair. I don't know. What else? I don't know. It's really shaken by it. shaken by it, eh? Yeah, definitely. As we're talking about just going and gorging ourselves with massive amounts <laughs> of meat afterward. No, this was just like, it was like super brutal, it was really graphic, it was, um, I don't know, but apparently that's how Uggs are made. That's scary. Yeah, super scary stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know, that's work. These are, these are the things you do at work. The inner office emails have just gotten less funny lately, I guess. <laughs> Way more serious. Uggs. I did come across a funny picture of Justin Bieber today, though. Did you? Yeah, oh yeah, I'll show it to you later. I realized that I don't know any Justin Bieber songs. 
Really? I'm sure you do. Like the other night, the girls were like playing me some Bieber songs. Mm -hmm. And like, it's got to sound familiar. Like you must have heard it somewhere on the radio or something. And it just didn't sound familiar to me at all. Really? At all. But Mm. what was this funny picture of Bieber? Oh, it was just like, (laughs) it was pretty funny. It was this blow up doll. Um, In this bedroom, they're showing like two walls of a bedroom, like the wall on the left side ran uh, like parallel with the camera Um, and the one in front ran perpendicular so it's like the front left corner of a room or whatever. There's a mattress on the ground and the walls are just like scattered with beaver posters and then there's this naked girl on a bed who's on her knees and she's like looking back at the camera like with this like shocked like busted look on her face. But you can't see all, like, it's just, like, you see her back and just, like, her bare ass or whatever. But you can't see anything else. Yeah. And then over her right shoulder is this blow-up doll that's on its knees with a picture of Justin Bieber's face <laughs> over top of it. And the room on, like, the mattress and the floor is, like, scattered with, like, random stuff. Like, there's a bunch of dildos and... <laughs> And, like, a cup of tea and, like, a picture of some horses. And it's just really, like, <laughs> it's hilarious. Picture of horses. It. It just, and, like, cotton swabs. And it just was really random. But it was, like, this was a totally, like, grown woman, too. Like, <laughs> it's really funny. Like, you'll have to post a link to it. <laughs> but I'll show it to you later. It was hilarious. It was, I, I'm not sure what they were, like, what the... But because it was, it looked like it had a lot of preparation had gone into yeah. taking this photo. And it was done somewhat artistically. Like it had that sort of artistically, artistic style to it or whatever. Could you imagine being Justin, Justin Bieber and seeing that? Yeah, oh, yeah. I couldn't even imagine. That'd be awesome. And I'm not sure, like, I'm not sure what the context of this photo was or where it came from. I just came across it like <laughs> online and then I sent it around to everyone at work. It's just this viral photo. But yeah man, it's weird how like man this kid's life like three years ago this kid was like how old is he now? Like eighteen or something? Nineteen? I don't even know. But like three years ago this kid wasn't around. He wasn't doing anything. Like he was some kid in high school probably or like junior yeah. high school. Now this is like, this is his life, and the internet did this. Like, it was because of the internet this kid got massive. Like that's how he got huge. He got noticed because he like put a YouTube video up. Really curious to see what Justin Bieber's gonna be like in like ten years. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, Whether he like keeps his cool or if he like has some breakdowns. I don't know. Because he is on top of the fucking world. Yeah, he's uh, he's doing his thing right now. Definitely. There, How much money does that kid have? What does he do on the weekends? Yeah, I don't know. Probably drives really expensive cars that you and I only see in video games. Or he's just really fucking stressed out. 
and there's just people around him like, okay, you got to do this. You're waking up at five tomorrow. We got to do this, 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 this. And his whole life is just like going to fucking appointments, concerts, perform, do, go to the interview, travel here, travel there. I don't know. It wouldn't be all that fucking great. It'd be a lot of pressure. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Maybe he's just got like in his tour bus, like, a swimming pool full of gummy bears or something, and that just, like, blows his mind every single day. Maybe he's got a swimming pool full of gummy, gummy bears. <laughs> Maybe. It'd be amazing. He could probably afford that. Yeah, he probably could. I want a swimming pool full of gummy bears. I'm sure when you have, like, I'm just a bear! I'm sure when you have that much money, like, conventional things just are not fun anymore. <laughs> Things that normal people can yeah. have. Like, things that normal people aspire to have uh, are probably just, like, we probably have no idea what type of things exist out there. Like, we probably have <laughs> no have idea. you have that kind of money. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, the elite of the world that just have billions of dollars. I'm, I'm sure they don't get jacked for the new iPhone. Like, I, there's no way. Yeah. And everyone... Like, every, like, Tom, Dick, and Harry are all just, like, foaming at the mouth. Like, the new iPhone, and these guys are probably just like, you fucks have no idea what we have. Like, I'm sure there's just things out there that we don't even know about. It's possible. I've heard that, like, uh, Apple, like, the, the latest version of the iPhone is actually two generations behind of what they can actually do. And they save like it's it's good marketing tactics right they save features to come out for the next one for the next one but they can do like a lot of stuff now that the current iphone doesn't have so you have to think like if there were very very rich people that could pay for the very very latest technology mm -hmm. maybe they would sell like special iphones for like a couple million dollars or something like the rich iphone Maybe it's not the iPhone, but there's there's crazy like technology that isn't available to normal people yet mm -hmm. because maybe it would be too expensive or whatever. But they could make like a one-off, like a like a spaceship. Mm -hmm. Everyone can't go into Future Shop and buy a spaceship, but True. can't they build a like a a small like one-man spaceship? Yeah, I, I don't know. You'd have to take a course to learn how to fly in space. But um, there's got to be, like, weird technology that's only yeah. available to the uber-rich. Yeah, I'm sure, like, rich people have had 3D TVs for, like, 20 years. Probably. Yeah. That were, like, in 4K or something like that. <laughs> like, 20 years ago. And now it's just, like, slowly trickling down. Probably. I wonder what life would be like if you had infinite resources. Would you just... I think it would be... It would be flat. Like, it would be... The earth would be flat. I mean, like, it would lack the, the peaks and valleys of, of layman of... Or would the peaks the and valleys just life. be different? I guess there would be other peaks and valleys. But... You would just ex your your level of expectation would just always be so high. Mm -hmm. 
that you would be disappointed a lot. Because you would come to, you'd be like, well, I can have whatever I want. So then why isn't this moment perfect? Because you would still face the same problems as everyone else. Same like relationship problems, same internal turmoil, whatever. Mm -hmm. But you would have a thing where it's like, well, what, what can solve this? What, what can I purchase at this moment that can so fix this? Because I can have everything. There's got to be something out there that can fix this. Mm -hmm. You might just rely on that too much and kind of go insane. Because sometimes outside shit can only, it, it's not going to fix it. You got to sit down and deal with it or live it. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'll never find out. Or you could have a swimming pool full of gummy bears yeah, man. and nothing else matters. It's all figured out from there. You guys want to come over and go swimming in my gummy bears? Dude, have you cleaned that thing yet? No. <laughs> Fuck, man, I don't want to come over there. <laughs> Last time I was in that pool melt. of gummy bears. <laughs> and then harden. I found a turtle in there. Like, oh. <laughs> Oh, there's a dead girl in the corner. <laughs> no one told me that she was diabetic, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be a good way to die. Yeah. In a pool of gummy bears. <laughs> 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 it's like Scrooge McDuck, but with gummy bears. I used to actually think that would be possible. You know oh, how yeah. in the intro he would swim through the yep. coins and then like spit them all out? Yeah. Like, in my head, when I used to watch that, I'm like, damn, that'd be so fun, swimming through coins. They, um, they made fun of that on Family Guy a couple weeks ago, like two weeks ago or something like that. They, I feel like They I made that joke, like... Didn't you try to jump into it and just yeah. hit the top? <laughs> and then he went into, like... You know how Peter, like, they'll do it with Peter where he'll, like, come to, like, sudden realizations about things where he's just like, oh my god... I didn't realize that this was a solid mass of metal <laughs> and that I can't dive into it. What was I thinking? And he just like, there's like bones like sticking out of every direction of his body and stuff. <laughs> but yeah, clearly not possible. No. You have to think that like... But gummy bears. Yeah, gummy bears. Yeah. Man, enough of anything, it's going to form a pretty solid... I don't know. I'm not sure. You have to think, like, cartoons used to be weird as hell, man. Like, cartoons nowadays are pretty straightforward. They're not... I don't think there is... Really? Do, do you watch, like, a lot of the cartoons? That um, I don't know. Like, when I was in university, I used to, like, still wake up on Saturday mornings, get a bowl of cereal, watch cartoons. Like, I used to do that shit all the time. <laughs> Like me and one of my me and one of my roommates, my buddy Tanner that we were talking about earlier, um, we would wake up, grab a bowl of cereal, sit in your underwear, and like laugh at cartoons on Saturday mornings. Nice. But like old Disney cartoons and stuff, those used and like even like old Looney Tunes and stuff, that stuff used to be really kind of out there. It yeah. Used to be, I don't know they. And to even be an adult, like to be a growing man and make some of that stuff, like how do you come up with that? You like you can't be in a proper mindset to make that sort of stuff. 
Yeah. Or like kids programming or something like that. Like, like do you ever watch um, like Yo Gabba Gabba? Or do you know what Yo Gabba Gabba is? Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah, Yo Gabba Gabba is like the new kids cartoon. It's like the new, like what would have been big when we were younger. Ninja Turtles. No, 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 like kids, kids program. Like, like younger than. Like, yeah, like. Sesame Street. Yeah, like Sesame Street or like, um, like Barney and stuff like that. Like little kids Barney. programming. Do they still make Barney? I don't even know. Um, but Yo Gabba Gabba is like the show now. Like, <laughs> it's actually pretty fun to watch. I watched a couple episodes. Yeah. And, uh, there are full grown adults working on this. That's who makes this show. Yeah, like, yeah. These people do this for a living. They come to work and they do this. How? Like, how do you get yourself in that mindset where you're like, yeah, let's do this. Like, let's create this super messed up world where kids can, like, come and... You gotta be fucked up. Like, you yeah. gotta come to work at 8 o'clock in the morning stoned every, every single day. day. Turn up the wacky mode. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how else you could do it. Like, It probably helps to have kids. Because you kind of see, like, they're... The, their mindset and their questions about things. I guess, but you gotta get in that outfit and you gotta dance around and you gotta do some dumb shit. That helps. Like, how else would you do that? I couldn't be stone cold sober and like hop in this outfit and... Maybe they're really drunk. I don't know. There was a really good movie with uh, Robin Williams where he... him and uh, Edward Norton. Death of... Shmooji? Death of... They were, they both played um, like kids show characters, mm-hmm. and then they had a, had a rivalry, and it was about that. Like they had they were like in the big ridiculous outfits, like hey kids, blah blah blah. Yeah, and it, it's a really really funny movie. Really, yeah. You don't have to watch this. Yeah. I still haven't watched. Williams go, William goes crazy. Man, I still haven't watched um, Transcendent Man yet. Good. It's been like three months. I'd like to watch it again. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't... I, it's sitting on my desktop still. I still just... Ha- you, like three months ago, you told me to watch this movie, and I haven't... haven't yet. Just haven't had time. haven't gotten around to it. But I managed to watch Breaking Bad still, and... Of course. I just feel like I need to invest myself into that. Like, I need to sit down and actually watch it. Because you talked it up quite a bit. Yeah. And... It sounds like it's something that requires a lot of, like, thought. No, but you need to pay a lot of attention to it. And just haven't had, like, a moment or, like, two hours where I can sit down and fully invest myself into that yeah. yet. Well, the thing about Ray Kurtzwheel's whole delivery and everything, he's very good at, at catering his, his message to people that aren't geniuses. Like he lays it out in very simple terms. Like you don't, you don't need to be very smart to understand where he's coming from and and why things are going the way they are. And you know, like he explains it so clearly in steps that everyone agrees on and and everyone can understand layman's terms. Like that's the beauty of his whole pitch is anyone can understand it. The movie's kind of like that too. Like it's really. It's obviously a lot of it goes over your head, and I only understand it to a certain point, but it's kind of catered towards the non-brilliant. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. 
um, I've been getting exposed to a lot of different um, like different outlooks, um, like alternative media and stuff at work lately. There's a bunch of people that I work with that are, I guess, into that sort of stuff. Yeah. So, like, I've been introduced to, like, videos about, like, I don't know, like, how the universe was created and how it's constantly expanding and all sorts of things, like, really cool stuff like that, like, finding out about new galaxies and planets and stuff that you don't normally see on the news. Also, a lot of stuff about, like, not conspiracy type shit, but, um... Like, have you heard of Anonymous? I've heard of this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really crazy stuff about that, and, like, this, like, Occupy Wall Street, and how there's... Yeah. So, I'm... What's going on on Wall Street right now? Um, I'm probably not the best person to, like, explain this, but I think the gist of it is, is that I think a lot of people are starting to see that the U.S. is, like, on the verge of like, a total economic collapse right now that um, they don't have enough money to pay for anything, like, let, like their interest for their debt that they have, let alone anything else. And um, a lot of people are, like, pointing the finger at, like, the, the banks and the Federal Reserve and uh, the ideas that, um, I guess... Man, it's really I'm not I'm not into this stuff enough to like talk about it fully, but I guess the idea is that people are like starting to realize that there's a small number of people in the world that are completely in control and have uh, like the mass majority of the population like under their thumb, and these people are trying to protest that, and uh, I guess like show some resistance to this now that shit's about to hit the fan, I guess. And so they're protesting in, like, a lot of major cities around the states. And um, this group, Anonymous, are well, a group of, obviously, anonymous people who they took down, like, the PlayStation Network earlier this year for yeah, three months. Yeah, that was down for a long time. Yeah, they've come out and said that they're um, that they're going to take Facebook down at the start of November. Uh, they've amazing. come out publicly and, like, I've said that. They've, like, hacked the Pentagon. Um, they're just, so like, they're a group of people. hackers. Yeah, I think. Did you ever see the movie Hackers? I did. Yeah, interesting oh, yeah. stuff. So, I guess these guys appear to be wanting to do good and go after people that they don't see as good for, yeah. the, for the benefit of... of your everyday man, you're like 99% of the population. They just seem to be like everyday people going after people who they feel are doing wrong. Yeah. So like there's that, there's like this WikiLeaks stuff going on where this one website is just like outing like government secrets like day in and day out, like releasing like classified documents that they're somehow getting their hands on. Just like you always hear about this sort of stuff, or at least I always hear about yeah. this sort of stuff. Um, well, it definitely seems like people are... There's more information mm -hmm. available than ever, mm -hmm. obviously. 
information like and it's harder to keep things secret mm -hmm. especially in, in government but maybe if you want to be like super conspiracy about it all of this stuff is just a charade possibly who knows yeah get you distracted yeah from the real thing <laughs> well it's proven that they do they well i don't know proven but it's a it's a tactic to put out like disinformation yeah um and then it just makes you seem silly for believing i'm sure apple stuff does that, that is real apple yeah i was talking about this at work the other day i have this sneaking suspicion that like mac rumors and shit like, do you ever go on Mac rumors? Of course you do. Who doesn't go on Mac rumors? <laughs> Everyone wants to know what Apple's doing. Apple's totally behind that. They have to be. Probably. Apple just creates its own machine, like its own, like, secretive, here's a little tidbit of information somebody may have... I'm sure they're oh, behind yeah. it. There's, there's no they're reason... brilliant with their marketing. There's no reason why... They're obviously why, paying... Like, bloggers to write certain things and... or just like leaking their own information here and there yeah. and leaking their own like new iPhone case or something we like lost that. an iPhone yeah and someone oh, found course. it and they happened to have a blog and they mm -hmm. took a photo and wrote an article about it like there there is no way that they are not behind it somehow and there's no way that like it's an accident that random like like, I was talking with some girls the other day, um, like, some female friends of mine, and they're just like, yeah, did you hear about the new iPhone? And I'm just like, this is fucking absurd at this point. Like, how did these girls who, like, can hardly turn on their own computer are gossiping about the new iPhone? <laughs> they're just like, yeah, like, the new iPhone, it's supposed to come out any day now? Like, they're talking about it having, like, an 8-megapixel camera, and... It's going to like look like this. It's going to have a bigger screen. All this stuff. I'm just like, this is fucking absurd. Like, someone is doing their job very well. Very well. Very well. Yeah. Because this thing is going to sell, like, hundreds of millions of, of iPhones. If not already out there. Like, you think of, like, my phone and, like, this iPod that we have. Yeah. Like... Someone over there does their job very, very well. Yes. It's crazy. Like, so and it's a crazy machine. Yeah, totally. And that's all... That has to all be Apple-generated. Like, how does sites like MacRumors and all those other, like, Apple Insider or whatever... And then, if they didn't make it, they're even more genius. Because they inspired other people to just do it for free. But... Other companies like this don't. Like people have fucking Mac tattoos on their body. Yeah, but people have a lot of dumbass tattoos. That's, That's like an, another topic of conversation. But like, things like this don't exist for other companies out there. Like, you don't hear like a Dell rumors. You don't hear somebody <laughs> going around and being like, hey, did you hear about this new Dell laptop? It's gonna have this, this, and this. Like, no, man. It should no. never happen. Like, Nobody's gossiping about, like, the next Zune that comes out. <laughs> like, like, even, like, Xboxes or, like, consoles and stuff like that. Things that people, like, tens of millions of people buy. Yeah. People don't gossip about, like, the new PlayStation no. or anything. But, like, my little sister's jacked for the new iPhone. Yeah. But 
can hardly use a word processor, you know? Like, it's weird. So, like, that topic of disinformation, whether it be, like, political or economical or technology-related, just, like, different marketing, different ways of, um, of, like, convincing people about something, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. Apple does a good job of what they do. Yeah, I don't know. It is weird. But yeah, being around all that stuff at work, with like people talking about, like, talking about alternate media. Randy does this every once in a while, too. Scary stuff, man. Sounds like there's going to be, and I have no idea what this could be, but it just, maybe it's just because now I'm starting to be aware of these things. Maybe all of these things have existed for ever. And. Maybe people have felt like this all the time, like that the world is going to change and that the something big is going to happen. It just kind of feels like there's a bunch of crazy things happening right now. I've gone through a lot of phases with that because I am, that's something that I do think about like every day. And if you would have asked me last year, I would have said that something is definitely going to happen in our lifetime and everything's going to collapse. Mm-hmm we're going to be living in a post-apocalyptic world or it's going to be hard, really hard for us to get food and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And like your Kenny Talpas and stuff like that. Like Kenny is all into this yeah. stuff. And that's great. Like and don't put point, your money in banks. Yeah. Like all sorts of stuff. Like cash isn't going to be worth anything. You mm-hmm. have gold. And, and but then lately I've just been really complacent with them and feeling like yes things are going to change dramatically but um maybe it's not going to collapse maybe we're going to figure it out or maybe there'll be a collapse but it'll be a good thing we'll figure out some new mm-hmm. framework to, to keep everyone fed and it just doesn't seem like there's been um like a generational like altering series of events for a while like, the last you can think of, like, the 70s. Like, there's peace protests and drug use. And this is something that defined an era of, of like, that, that time and that place. Yeah. And before that, there was world wars that dramatically changed the face of the world. But what in a in like a negative context has happened that has changed the entire world as a whole. Well, 9-11 really changed the world. Mm-hmm. And we are at war. Mm-hmm. There's world war happening right now. I think we're just all so... Like complacent? Very complacent. Very like... We're very entertained. And very... Um, Doesn't feel like anything has changed though. I don't feel way? I don't feel like my life has changed all that much because of what has happened in the last 10 years. Like every you like I I sense or feel like like you said like something is going to happen, something is going to change where the entire world changes where 
like there will be a collapse or like a dramatic shift in how the world operates or whatever, right? I don't really, like, I don't think that that's happened. I think back 10 years ago, I was in like grade eight or something like that. 9-11 happened. And I really don't think my life has changed all that much or like the course of my life. Like because of those. Yeah, because events. of what has happened, like the ongoing wars. Pretty crazy because yeah, our life hasn't really changed. No, it's been people's lives overseas that are like getting bombed on and have soldiers walking through their mm -hmm. neighborhood and like a a world that we are totally separate from. Mm -hmm. You know, we're just over here in this bubble. Like, it doesn't even seem real. Even like it doesn't seem real. You, I watch it on TV, just like cuts of dusty roads and tanks and it's like is that actually happening somewhere mm -hmm. I, I see it and i'm told that that's happening somewhere but it's hard for me to actually believe that people are at war right now people mm -hmm. are shooting each other or like like what there was a economic collapse in 2009 did we like i didn't feel that i was in school and i still drank every weekend and yeah. ate pizza and shit. Like, <laughs> I wasn't unemployed. Like, I, obviously the U.S. was hit way harder, but I don't think a lot of Canada... I think Canada made it through that relatively unscathed. Like, I just feel that like... Man, there's a lot of crazy shit that's happening. And, like, without getting into, like, crazy, like, pole shifts and, like crazy earthquakes and all this stuff happening and like economic disaster and all this stuff like <laughs> I say this with a funny tone <laughs> it just seems like something's got to happen like <laughs> something all of yeah. these things are supposedly going something to happen something that's going to actually affect us and make it harder for us to get pizza and like pools of gummy bears yeah I hear what you're saying. Like, it just seems inevitable. It, just see, it does. Yeah. It does seem like you hear all this stuff and oh, it's inevitable and this mm -hmm. is coming and and then nothing. Like, how it am happens. I gonna pack my iMac on my scooter if I gotta go back to Alberta and live in my parents' house? <laughs> 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 yeah, it just seems crazy. Like, what? I just That's almost why I stopped. Is it like fear mongering? Almost. I, it could be. It could be. See, I, I I don't know. I I just hear what I hear, and like I'm just kind of tucked away in my own world. Like I don't even really watch the news a lot. I'll watch random documentaries online and kind of get tidbits of this and that. So my my I'm my informed level isn't isn't that high. But you hear more and more about this stuff every single day. And yeah. I don't think that that is coincidence. Like, there's a reason why you're continuing to hear about it every day. Yeah, and it could be that something is coming. Or it could be that people just think that something's coming. I think the, wor the, the world is changing a lot, rapidly. Um, and we haven't felt, like, the effects of war and stuff, but technologically my world and your world is very different mm -hmm. than it was 10 years ago. But that was going to happen. And that has a lot to do, obviously, with all this 
random information that we hear and you know it isn't those the the top two percent they have all the money but they don't control the media anymore they might control what's on television to a certain extent but they don't control all the content that's online mm -hmm. you know so in in that way the world is very different but then it's hard to trust where all that information is coming from you know um because no one is in power to make the decision what goes on TV. Anyone can come out with stuff. I can make a documentary. And what the fuck do I know? There's a lot of dudes just like me, and maybe they're just a little bit more arrogant than I am, and they think that they have an answer, and, and, and they make some documentary, they make some outrageous claims, and people take it as fact. You know That happens a lot online. It's a confusing world. It's a really confusing world. So it's hard to say whether this sense of impending doom is rational mm -hmm. or is it like some fucked up disease that human that we have like we love drama we like to like oh shit this shit's gonna happen i have to admit like i get excited when i hear about a possible catastrophe that excites me i don't get scared when i hear about like um a polar shift the possibility of a polar shift or mm -hmm. like the whole world going into an ice age or the Pacific Northwest being hit by a massive earthquake that were like hundreds of years overdue to have. Yeah. When I watched 9-11, like it, it sounds bad to say, but I was excited when I was watching it. Not excited that people were dying, but I was just thrilled at this crazy world event. Like, happened? Were you not glued to the TV? Everyone was glued to the TV. Yeah. Everyone was glued on, when that happened. That was so fucking crazy that that everyone like the first plane hit, and then they had time like it, it couldn't have been orchestrated better. There was time for like the first plane to hit and the TVs the the cameras to zoom in and everyone to look. And then, what was it, like 20, 15, 20 minutes later, when everyone was watching, like, oh my god, a, tr a plane hit the World Trade Center. Then, the second plane hit, while the whole fucking world was glued to their TVs. Wow. I mean, like, that was wild. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> I just got in from delivering newspapers. <laughs> and I like bridge. No, medicine hat. <laughs> medicine hat. I had a paper out. And uh I just got inside and I like was eating breakfast and my mom's like, Holy crap, like come in here, take a look at this. And I got to school afterward because I had watched everything at home. I got to school after I'm like, Yo guys, have you heard about all this stuff happening? People are like, What are you talking about, man? That's crazy, like no one had heard about it. And then, really? Then, like, all of the teachers came in and started to explain. You know what, man? It's not that crazy. Like, 9-11 wasn't that crazy. Sad shit happens, like, all the time in other places of the world. It does. But, uh... Like, the... where entire buildings get blown up by, yeah. like, a car bomb and stuff. But the theatrics of it was total... Like, there's never been anything like that. Not, not here. But like not here, but and I mean like I've talked to Leon about this before. 
Like, Leon grew up, like, was in Israel, and there were just days where there was a bomb that went off in town and killed, like, a hundred people. Yep. And that shit just happens every day. Yeah. We don't even hear about it. Like, yeah. we don't even hear about it. And this happens once in America, where it's never happened before, and we're, like, rattled for life. Like, what if that shit started happening, like, every day? Like, every day... A car bomb could be in your underground parking of your apartment building. Yeah. yeah. Like, and you get Oklahoma City bombed. Like, that. And what if that shit just started happening every single day? Because it happens other places in the world. It just doesn't happen here. Yeah. Like, then what would we all be doing? Like, then how would our world change? This is what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, crazy earthquake or economic disaster. It could just be, like, a group of people that are fed up with the way that things are here, they start to do some radical shit. Or something, anything. Like, what happens when things, like, change, like, dramatically and quickly? Then what do we all... Like, then what happens to all of us? And what do we start doing then? When we're all desperate. Yeah, exactly. When we're all packed into cities. Get the hell out. When we're all fucking hungry. Yeah. Weird stuff. Flesh. Yeah, get that new iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting to think about what our values would be if if all that shit just just went away. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Facebook, iPhones. If it all just stopped working. Because in a way, it does seem fragile, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Dude, the power goes out. The power goes out. The power goes out. Boom. You have no phone. You have no internet. Your your thing that you have become so reliant on, your instant ability to communicate with people is, like, done. Telephones don't work. Your cell phone's only going to last for so long. But wait, there's no power going to that cell phone tower. So that phone isn't going through anywhere. Yeah. The internet isn't on because the server in which you connect to to interact with the rest of the world isn't online so maybe your laptop will work but how are you getting on the internet like all that stuff could be gone in like five hours like power goes out backup power goes out then what that sounds so exciting yeah because everything changes yeah your whole your your elevator doesn't work in your apartment building yeah that happens, like, in a day. Like, in one day, everything can be, like, so different. And it is exciting. But what... It's so crazy to think about. This is why I understand why you don't get into it. And why I, like, try... I do pretty, get into it. But I try I, pretty hard not to get fully into it. Because you can get caught up in, like, a whirlwind of, like, a whole bunch of crazy scenarios. And like you say, we love drama and... You could get caught up in this stuff really, really quickly. Yeah. And you could, like, speculate on what's going to happen forever. So I try pretty hard not to get super caught up in all this stuff. Because, man, you could just, like, go mad thinking about all It's of all, them. like, what if, what yeah. if, oh, yeah. what if. And then the possibility of it does seem so likely, but then it just never happens. But then one day it could happen. Mm-hmm. Man, what if it just could not? Yeah. 
Oh, I could. People talk. People, it, this isn't anything new. No. Like talking about the world is is going to shit. Like people have been talking about this for fifty years that things could just change all mm-hmm. of a sudden. We could just lose power, lose internet. Money could just not be worth anything. Then just every day just seems like yeah, just another day. Yeah. Go take my five dollars and buy a get Starbucks. Get me some McDonald's. <laughs> get me thirty-four ounces of coffee. Yeah. In my belly. Yeah. Go get a couple cheeseburgers. Yeah, man. Get those Go get them blades on. Get them junior chickens. Put them rollerblades on. Yeah. I don't know. I had fun skating this weekend, though. You killed it. You had the fire in your eye. I was just excited to rollerblade because I hadn't rollerbladed in a while. Yeah. Because um, I've been busy with work and I was hurt for a while there. Yeah. Um, I didn't even skate a pop contest. I think the last time that I skated before pop contest was at the start of July. And then I didn't skate for like all of July. I skated at the end of August and then I skated like twice in September. So these last two weekends I've gone out and we skated at... Fraser Heights last Saturday, and then this Sunday we skated um, uh, Maple Ridge. I'm just excited to rollerblade. It's fun to have rollerblades on your feet, and when you go so long without skating, and you're with a good group of people, and you're around friends, and a, a place that you haven't been to before in a long time, all of these things are really exciting, so I just got really excited to skate and I was yeah. a little high when I got there so this <laughs> nice. is like it was like the perfect day I um yeah it was just fun I had a real good time I it's weird when you start skating again there's things that like you feel like are in your grasp and they just totally are not like I did a couple tricks down that handrail that were if this would have been years ago would have been like you know, warm up type tricks, but those were the tricks that got me so excited that day. And then you I kill, you killed that little that handrail, dude. I did like a misfit or something. I was like, my de- definition of killing you did like a fish brain, you did a misfit. I didn't do a good fish brain, I did like the weakest yeah, you... fish brains around. No, 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 you you kept doing fish brains that were like perfect i don't i don't get it and then you'd land and you'd have this like disgusted look on your face like no no, no it just really didn't bad. it just wasn't right and you did like this perfect fish brain it, no. was, it wasn't right but that's what i grew up skating like that's the type of stuff that i skate right like I what skate. could have been more right about the fish brain i just could have like it, you know when you do like a really good fish brain no. it just feels really good <laughs> Okay, I don't know. Actually, I've done, I've done a good few good fish Yeah, brains. they're rare. Like, a real good fish brain where you have, like, a nice grab and you're sitting on it perfect and then you come out fakey and you, like, sit and you roll away from it. And it's like, I've had a couple of those in my life, but not, not a lot. And that's what I was really gunning for. I was really gunning for, like, this styled-out fish brain and then you come over your, like, whatever shoulder. You come over your foot you spin out fakie that way? Like you really feel like, um, I know what you're saying, like sometimes you were kind of going over mm-hmm. the rail yeah. and basically doing like more like far side macchio. Yeah, I did a couple nice fish brains where I was like on top, 
but I didn't like grab it. It didn't feel right. I didn't come out fakey. There's like, it's just a good fish brain, like a good solid fish brain to fakey feels unreal. It's like when you do like a good, like alley top horn. <laughs> a good alley top horn. Yeah, when you do like a sick. As opposed to a really bad alley. Yeah, because like. When yeah. you get that, when you get alley top horn real good, and you like sit down on it, and you can just slide that trick for like a hundred feet if you like sit down on it, right? Do you think skating would be funner if you could appreciate the bad fish brains? Well, I mean, that's like that's think about like, okay, I, can, I I know exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I, like to do a quote unquote good fish brain, like I can, I know what you're saying. It just feels better mm-hmm. but if you look at it from like your mom's perspective like if your mom saw you do a, a far side macchio mm-hmm. as opposed to what you refer to as quote unquote a good fish brain mm-hmm. she wouldn't know the fucking okay. difference but I know in your, the in your head but there what I'm saying is there is no ultimate truth there is no ultimate like oh a good fish brain or a bad yeah. brain it's all just your perception but my mom makes some kick ass meals and I'm sure she's not super juiced on everyone that she makes, but I'm just like, whoa, this shit's amazing. Like, how do you do this? This is so good. This is like, what? Lasagna? I don't even know. <laughs> right? And so, but the try- bad fish brand, macchio, your mom might taste it and be like, mmm. Yeah. This bad macchio? Yeah, this, but it's all like. Tastes so good. That's how, that's how she sees it. Obviously, that fish brain looks sick because, like, she doesn't know any better. But I do. And, I, like, you hold yourself to, like, a certain standard and you know that you're able to achieve something. It's like when you have a really good day of skating. I had a really good day of skating um, in Tawasin. Um, when I first moved here, it was like November, I think. I did that true porn. Will took a photo of it. It wasn't the day that I skated with you there when we did pod sides and shit. It was a different day. Um, I've had a couple I'm, of them I since I moved over here. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, they're called slap attacks. Slap remember? Attacks, sorry. And then there was another day when we went to skate barn in like February. Yeah. And I had a really good day skating there. But I didn't think that, like, that on Sunday I skated really well. I think I just had fun skating. There are days when you go out and you're just like, holy crap, like, how did I do all of that stuff today? You've had those lots before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely know the difference, and I'm not discounting your experience. But um, I often just think about the way I perceive myself. Mm -hmm. And... Like, I, I look back on the way I used to skate, like, 12 years ago, or whatever, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I would, I remember thinking that I was so good, like, in comparison to now, where I'm, like, really critical of myself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you'll think, like, oh, I'm not as good as I was when I was a kid, like, you think back. But then when you really think about it objectively, or you see footage of yourself skating... We were skating like super slow, just skating like a curb over and over and over, or like a shitty rail hey, over and over this. and over. And what I do now is like way faster and more skillful and smoother, but I'm thinking in my head that it's not as good as what I was doing. I think what you're trying to ask me to do and what you're trying to ask yourself to do 
by like looking at it objectively like like and not being critical of yourself that's like negating like drive and like determination and all of these things like you're critical of yourself and I'm critical of that fish brain because you know that you're able to do it better. So could try and look at it like objectively and say, hey, I just did a fish brain. Like, that's pretty awesome. But then you would never do any better fish brains than that one. And you wouldn't ever like do any better tricks because I can't pronounce the tricks that you do. <laughs> and the spinny things and <laughs> like you would never you would have never gotten to this point unless you were critical of yourself before this right. is like when you when you reach like life goals like yeah I always do this like whenever like for years and years you'll have something that you want to like work towards and you put everything you have into it for me it was like getting out here and like getting a job out here and then that happened and then instantly like I wasn't successful anymore because I haven't done, like, this next thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all that is. So, like, it's the same thing with skating. It's the same thing with yeah. anything else. You... Well, I'm not necessarily... I'm not, I'm not negating, like, motivation. Or I'm not saying that you shouldn't strive or, like, push yourself skating-wise. But, uh... It's not that, like, nothing would ever be good enough for... I just didn't do a good enough fish brain that day. And I'm not sour about it. I will do a good fish brain eventually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, eventually. I, I eventually, think... you will do a good fish brain. This is why everyone's their <laughs> own worst critic and why, you, like, why you're so critical of yourself. Because you know that you're capable of doing yeah. better. I, I just try to convince myself not to be critical of myself. I hate being critical of myself, but I am very critical of myself. It's a disease. I just don't think it's a yeah, good quality. I just quality. think it's natural. I think everyone does I this. I don't think it's a good quality, and I don't think it's necessary for, like, growth. Really? To, to, to beat yourself up. No. Well, no, not to beat yourself up, but to hold yourself to a certain standard. I think that's absolutely necessary, because how else would you get anything done? Or if, if well, you... I think sometimes, you, yeah, you have to have a certain standard. You have to try, but sometimes it can hold you down. Like, it can... You can you can be hypnotized into thinking that something is more important than it is. I don't think you can always trust yourself. Like I don't think you can trust yourself when you're really value, valuing this one thing. You know, like maybe it's not that important. Maybe instead of focusing on that one little thing, like maybe you should focus on something else. And I did. Yeah, I'm, I'm not not I talking did. about the fish brand. Right. Just in, okay. in generally speaking, oh, okay. you know, just in general, like. This is like the recipe for success. This is what you're talking about. I don't know the recipe for success. I think we're I think we're <laughs> we're digging into it right now. I just I, I I'm I guess I'm an advocate for not <laughs> believing in yourself. <laughs> like not not trusting your your gut all the time. I think you really need to be humble to because we're we're weird quirky creatures like we just get it stuck in these patterns and I just don't think we should like have this fucking religious faith about how we feel sometimes I don't know I'm having a hard time following you right now I, I 
Not that I, I'm having a hard time like agreeing with you, because I think like going with what feel. Why else would it feel? Right? <laughs> like, yeah. To a certain extent, to a certain extent, like you always hear people talk about, do do stuff that feels good, and then it's going to look good. But I don't. Th- I'm starting to think that's not true. Is this in regards to skating, or is this like a bigger? It life is in statement? skating, but also also in life too. Like. Um, this can apply to anything, but like I've noticed that because I do do a lot of filming of skating and I'll analyze the way I felt when I did something and then I'll analyze the way that it looks on tape or when it's edited. And I've noticed that a lot of times stuff that felt really bad to me, like stuff that felt really awkward and didn't feel smooth or, or whatever that feeling that you're talking about, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it, it was really good when I saw it from like a different perspective years later mm-hmm. you know yeah I can see that I this is something I never really got into ever was like filming skating yeah and you guys have like taken it to like the complete extreme opposite direction yeah I guess it's yeah it's, it's interesting to see like, it's an interesting thing to document because you can think about the way you felt when it happened. Mm-hmm. I just never really got too into it, which was weird. Yeah. Because everybody else in the world that ever worked in film and rollerbladed filmed <laughs> themselves rollerblading. I just, just, I don't get into it at all. It's not yeah. something that I overly enjoy. Yeah. I don't know. Um... That could maybe just be because I haven't done it a whole lot. Maybe I should just start doing more of it. Maybe I don't I'll think find everyone my own... needs to. No. No. I, In I, some ways, it's almost better not to. I do have a little desire to do it. I just Since I got here, it, it was getting here, actually. I got a, a desire to do it once I moved here because I was finally like around a skate scene because forever I wasn't really a part of one. Small towns don't really... Uh, don't really lend themselves to having huge skate crews that tread all the time. Um, which was crazy because you guys somehow made it work. What are we kicking at? Hour and a half? Not too bad. For some reason I felt like I was going to turn on it was going to be like three hours. No, it feels like it. Um, but I, I think there's, there's benefits to that because when you film all the time like I have it's almost it takes away from the activity itself almost because you're almost too focused on how to like make something for the 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 video as opposed to like just like it's just really fun when you totally get into that free aspect of just skating and you're not like overthinking like oh I should do I should put this line together or like what can I do for the camera it's just like, what do I want to do in this moment? And it's very pure in that way. When you're not focused on filming. I don't skate near enough. I don't understand either of the things you're talking about. Because <laughs> I've never filmed for a video. Yeah. Or like a, my own section or anything like that. I've never done that before. But I don't think I've, I've ever skated. Man, it's been like seven or eight years since I've like skated enough to have that feeling you were talking about either. I skate maybe once a month if that, like maybe twice 
if I'm lucky. Yeah. Probably do the same tricks that I did the time before, different obstacles. I don't skate near enough to like understand either of those feelings that you were just talking about. So for you, it's all about that feeling of the activity of it's either a good fish brain or a bad fish brain. Yeah, I don't think I've gotten past that because I've never um, involved myself enough in skating to get past it. I've yeah. never like skated four times a week or five times a week and learned tricks and skated different weird obstacles. I've never really got past that. I've just kind of skated occasionally here and there, do a couple tricks. Never like filmed a, for a video or filmed a video. Yeah. Just haven't done it. But here I, I still skate. I think I've just spent way too long like analyzing skating. Like crazy. Talking about skating, thinking about skating. It's it's a weird thing to like I've put so much fucking energy of my life into into skating. Mm-hmm. And I I don't regret it, but at the same time sometimes I think like that's such a strange thing to put so much of my thoughts and time into. It's fun. Like, I think, but sometimes it's like, if I would have put all that energy into something that could, like, make me money, I'd be fucking swimming in a pool of gummy bears right now. No doubt. No doubt. There'd be a dead girl in the corner, and I'd be swimming around in, in gummy bears. She probably would have soiled herself, too. Like, a few times. <laughs> yeah. I think if she's dead, she'll probably do it once. One big one. Yeah, but then she'll start to decompose. Yeah. But hey, it's still bears. a pool of gummy bears. Like, exactly. A pool yeah. of gummy bears will probably overpower her. Anyway. And I earned it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been listening to our conversation? No way. Good. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm alright. Did you watch Breaking Bad? I did. You good? did? Is it good? It's pretty intense. Oh, don't tell me nothing. I'm so excited. Oh man, I've, been, I've put it off for two days. Yeah. I'm There's stunned. one episode left. Damn. The Crawl Space episode oh, was intense. That was crazy. Oh god. Like, actually went mad. Mad yeah. with laughter. It was. Yeah. And it was so well done, that final shot. <gasps> oh. <laughs> the. the fi- yeah, it was so well done. Yeah. That final shot of her just provoked so much, like. <gasps> It just made you feel so bad. The it was it was an awkward camera angle, like yeah, looking up at her, yeah. and the look on her face of just like, oh my god, like. And then the shot where it pulls up it. from the hole. Oh god. Into the... <laughs> Epic. Yeah. But uh, man, I had a really tough time tonight. I have to admit. What? Just uh, just talking. I think it was... I keep blaming the McDonald's. Yeah. But uh, maybe I was just being too critical. It, it, it didn't feel like a good podcast. It felt like, a, it felt like a bad podcast. I don't ever When are you going like... to do one with us? Once you get your skills where they need to be. Oh, God. I don't Apparently ever... they're not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just... I guess I was like tired or something tonight. I felt You're just tired. making excuses. I know. I don't know, I never feel, I, the other ones that I listen to, I'm always so much more entertained by. Like, then again, I've only listened to one of ours, and we were 
a little under the weather. Um, <laughs> I think that you guys put way too much emphasis on it being this thing where you just let it happen naturally and it just occurs as this conversation. <laughs> we put too much up. Yeah. We try too hard to it's make like it It's like you natural. have this, this mentality that that's what it's supposed to be. And unfortunately, there are times like tonight where it doesn't flow. And that's where if you're going to do a podcast, you need to actually have, like I've said to you before, like a bucket of go-to things that you can use when things get dry or slow down. That like you a Rolodex of, of ideas? Pretty much, Like some yeah. lube of ideas? To that just... would generate some sort of conversation when you can't just naturally pull it out of how the conversation's flowing? Well, I, th I think things came up. Some interesting things came up. I just felt like really sleepy, and uh, it was really hard for me to articulate my ideas. My mouth feels numb or something. I feel like I just got home from the dentist. So do you want to wrap this up? Yeah. But thanks for coming, Nib. It hey, was fun. No problem. We'll do it again. Good. I think it's a. What, how do you feel about the podcast? Um. I haven't been listening to it as much lately. I probably should start again, because for a while there, I listened to it a lot at work. Um, truth be told, Joe Rogan has kind of filled the how to be unpopular spot in my podcast life. My rival? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> my cousin was on Joe Rogan. What? Yeah, Pete yeah. Johansson. It's like a stand-up comic. Really? In the UK and stuff. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go meet him this weekend. Joe Rogan? No. Oh. Pete. Really, is he in town? He's yeah, in Kelowna. And my cousin Paul, who's a star on TV. On television. I'm gonna be on television. Damn. <laughs> I'm having a birthday party. You guys can come if you want. And I will be out of town. I know. It's the it's the curse of having a birthday on uh, on a holiday. Yeah. yeah. But what makes up for that curse is pumpkin pie for your birthday cake every single year. So. Whoa, 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 So you're saying that the benefit is that you eat pumpkin pie? For your birthday cake, yeah. Yeah, so basically you get screwed out of a birthday cake and you just eat the pie you'd eat normally. If you want to look at it like that, I think that it's a blessing. Because pumpkin pie means birthday every single year. <laughs> And there's nothing better than pumpkin pie. I hate pumpkin pie. Oh. And pumpkin pie is something that you can only get at a certain time yep. of year. Exactly. Unless it's like frozen pumpkin. Yeah. Yeah. Pumpkin filling. It's not as good as fresh pumpkin. Yeah. That's you harvested of, in the fall. With like a little bit of cinnamon and some whipped cream on mm. that. Stop. <sighs> yeah. No. No, it'll be good. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving. Be thankful. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, so what Carly's saying is we need some lube of ideas so that when the conversation gets dry, we can keep it going. I think uh, I think that'd be a crutch more than anything. Actually, when I when I do solo ones, I have I have things written down. Mm -hmm. But that's the point of it. Like I was saying earlier, that the listener doesn't have the visuals to go along with it. So if they're just sitting there listening to something, it's almost like you have to be more theatrical or more entertaining to sort of captivate somebody. We need to be drunk. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're way more entertaining when we're drunk. Like well, last you are. time. I don't know about Todd. Todd just like shouts over people and <laughs> and like you were trying to make interesting points, and then he would say something like really outlandish, and then and laugh. 
at his own will? <laughs> of course that was the only one that she listened to. And then she... You did puke in her really expensive um, garbage can. Oh, it's from Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> it's not that expensive. It was $40. <laughs> the garbage can? Yeah, that little tin thing. And there's like a rust mark because you said you cleaned $40. it out. $40. All he did was like throw out the pieces of stuff in it but didn't rinse it. That thing was $40? Yeah. <laughs> The thing about Bed Bath & Beyond, though, is that you can return shit ten years later. You can return any time. We should return return that and get the $40. It's not big enough. It's so small. It is small. For $40, I want a nice big garbage can. Where I, like, refuse to empty it, and I'll see how full Todd will make it. And it'll get to the point where, like, shit is balancing on top of shit. It's like Jenga. And... It's it's ridiculous. Like it'll be sticking to the side of the toilet. Like it's and I'll I will put my foot down. Like do not empty it. And it gets so fucking bad. And he, it doesn't phase him. You ever heard of packing? <laughs> when you compact it. Yeah. Still, it gets to that point. All right, we should end this. We should end this podcast. Or did you end it already? Carly's coming in. We can't end it. Carly, you want in on this? It could be interesting. And silence. If I'll, if I'll be interesting? Well, you're supposed to engage me and ask me things that make me want to talk. You're a host. I'm not a host. You're, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if people could see the way you're sitting with your legs spread in extraordinarily tight pants. Are you wearing my pants? No. These are the pants that you like. Oh. They're not that tight. It's just I'm, I'm sitting with my legs spread. And my thighs are jacked. And I can see your balls. Ball. So Say something I don't know about Todd. It's just, no, he has two of them. Okay. <laughs> it's just one's down at his knees. Do these leather seats make your ass sweat? No. They make my ass, whenever I sit like in booths at restaurants, I get the sweatiest I get that too. ass. It's leather. It doesn't breathe. Just returns the the heat. You probably have a, a little bit of anxiety heat. too that's like generating the sweat. Look at this little thing. Oh, she's too pinky. Yeah, wrap that shit. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it was um, a more responsible second podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not vomiting, so that's no, good. you're not. That's a win. Yeah, and it's still going. We're still recording. As we wrap the conversation up. Yeah. People already turned it off, though. Yeah, they probably did. If you're still listening... This is where you need to say something, some big secret or something like that, so those assholes that stop listening really miss out. No. We Drop don't a want, bomb, something We major. don't want our girlfriends to get, or our wives to get angry at us. I still call you my girlfriend. I know, I call you my boyfriend. Oh, what a gross word that is. My girlfriend. And you know what? For what we paid, we really should be using the proper terminology. That's true. (laughs) Uh. There. And on that note...